The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Now it is the perfect time to get a really great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the half-ton Tundra. Uh, the Tundra is a workhorse. It's a powerhouse. Uh, it combines raw capability and premium comfort and advanced tech. It's everything you want. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the new fully redesigned Tacoma. It has trail-dominating power. It's got a great style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this truck is getting better than ever. And look, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck is going to keep its value for a long, long time. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my very tired friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Are you regretting not doing two on on Sunday now? No. That, was, that had to happen. Yeah? Yeah. This is fine. Smallops, I, li- I like a little smallops. Smallops like a little me time. You know, there's not, we don't, I don't need to worry about like, you know, there's not like multiple people. It's just like, this dude tried to live in a volcano. And I'm like, let's have, let's go. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see the title? Oh man. It's about a guy living in a volcano. Yummy, yummy, yummy. God, you want a little hit of dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> People say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. I see done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> November 9th, 1970. Okay. You're going to know this one. Okay. And by the way, don't ever assume I'm going to know it. No, you're going to know this one. Okay. I know the world you live in. Uh, Okay. Well, all right. Okay. This is about... This is about the two Corys? An eight-ton, 45-foot-long sperm whale, which had been dead for a, dead for a while, oh. washed up on the beach <laughs> just south of Florence, Oregon, uh. which is right smack dab in the middle of the Oregon coast. This is, I, this is the best. <laughs> when the whale washed up, the local residents and tourists were curious, as one would be seeing a humongous corpse. Sure. But pretty soon... It was an. It was over- discovered. It was Marlon Brando on vacation. It was Brando. Uh, pretty soon, it was an odorous nightmare. The death odor of rotting whale wafted through the dunes and the town. Yeah, you did. That's what you don't prepare yourself. No, for. The, the the amount of rotting. I don't think you ever get used to the odor of death. No matter what what you're doing, but also like a fishy a fishy death. Like I, <clears throat> I yeah. still like if I when I you know walk through like a fish market area of anything oh still like i'm never i've never been down with that rotting fish yeah so but that's fresh fish yeah so rotting fish yeah real bad 
In Oregon, the beach is a public right-of-way, so the state highway department was responsible for cleaning it up. Okay. So is there anything in the highway handbook about how to deal with whale bodies? I'm not sure they're trained for that. Right. It feels like new territory, maybe. Turn to chapter 18, whale bodies. Are we ever going to need this? (laughs) Nah, we'll skip this one. Yeah. Highway department. What are you thinking of, Todd? Just back to school when I said something I shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on. Let's get this whale body out of here. God damn it. Remember chapter 18? I done blown it. Highway department officials tried to figure out what to do with the dead mass for a day. It had been so many years since one had washed up in the county that no one remembered what had been done in the past. Wait, so they, <laughs> wait, this had happened before, but well, whale, everyone whales, forgot? Whales wash up. Well, no, none of these people might have been alive, and it's not like the last guy scrawled it on wood. What? I, I'm always baffled. Uh, l- that to me would be a, like a no-brainer thing that people would remember and Passed have out. access to the solution. Not, not if they just left it there or buried it or whatever. Well, like, that's not. Yeah, if they left it there, they're not solving. Right. Right. So that would be not much to pass it's down. Lit. Be lazy and don't try, guys. Uh, my suggestion about the dead whale is to stare at it until it's gone. Use a clothespin for your nose. That's my advice. We wear, we wore clothespins for a year. I'm not carving that into the tablet. It'll take too long. George Thornton, assistant district engineer, said, quote, you can't bury it because these things have a tendency to get just get uncovered again. We were trying to find if a rendering plant would want the thing to make fertilizer, but we didn't find any takers. Both kind of shocking to me that 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 wait, burying seems way more of a solution than just. Well, and also, I'm surprised that somebody wouldn't want to use. I'm surprised that the some lunatic didn't want it. Right. Yeah. To like make soap or something. Or just or just um, Mary. Mary. Right. You're my wife, whale well, body. Have you met Gladys? <laughs> um, that was me. That was, that was me. Um, so a rendering plant, I would just assume that it's like, I don't know. I mean, too big or, or too rotted. Maybe. I don't know. Do they care about that kind of stuff? Are they, do they I, care about, I condition? would think there, there ha- there's, I mean, there's just, gotta be places that don't give a shit about any of those things. Maybe they didn't, maybe they call like two and they're like, it ain't no use. <laughs> what was that? Another prank call guy went to see if we want a whale body. Fuck those guys. I'm tired of the whale guys. Yeah. Um, must be great to work in a rendering plant, though. Yeah, yeah. That's a dream. Uh, uh, then they consulted experts at the Department of the Navy. Okay. That's when the highway department decided to blow up the whale. Uh, which is so insane. No, it's a great idea. H- how, like, <laughs> it is sh- it's just a shocking decision maker. <laughs> It really is. The idea is to turn into a big mist, right? That's the idea. Uh, But, I mean, nothing like this had been tried. Not that I know of. This is the nuclear option. I believe so. Right. So this is... Okay. But someone's got to try this. Uh, You know what? I would say you are right. Knowing us, at some point, somebody had to try to blow up a whale to get rid of it. 
Two days after the whale corpse washed up, the Eugene Register Guard reported, quote, Seagulls here will have themselves an eight-ton feast tomorrow morning. That's when the state highway crews plan to blow up the remains of a 45-foot Pacific gray whale, which washed up on the beach Monday. The big whale had been dead some time and smells very bad. <laughs> That's going to be great for if you're a reporter to get that story. But is... The theory behind that is that it'll be easier for seagulls to eat. Yeah, yeah. The theory is, is that they'll blow it up into little pieces so that seagulls. scavengers, not just seagulls, but crabs and everything else that right, okay. eats off the beach, that will go get food. You know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, it makes sense. I do. I, I'm serious. Huh? Yeah. You're joking. No, no, I get it, too. Oh, I yeah, okay. I understand what they're doing. But there are, like, if you said that to me, I'd go, well... How many seagulls do you think there are? Or oh, you got to consult how many someone. Crabs? Are you talking about? <laughs> you have exactly. to consult someone who has access to facts. <laughs> Absolutely, that is like you know the world needs dreamers, right. but the dreamers need like a realist to remind them right. of like yeah, but even then. You would go to a marine biologist and be like, hey, I'm thinking about blowing up a whale on the beach. Do you think all the seagulls and crabs will take it all away? And he just drops like a thing of algae. Like, that sounds really awesome. <laughs> I'm in a lab most days. Let's blow him up for sure. Uh, okay, so how to blow up a whale. Yeah. That's not an area that has a lot of expertise. <laughs> right, right. It's not like a guy. You go, hello, whale blowers. Well, or there could be like the guy who like did it like twenty years ago, but doesn't want to talk about it. That you got to get out of retirement, you know. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson, I know that you blew up that whale. Oh. I told you guys to stop coming around here. Maybe I blew up a whale. Maybe I didn't. Now get out of here, kids! Quit calling me. <laughs> and then at the right moment, he's like, "Heard you guys needed a bomb for the blowhole." <gasps> he's here. <laughs> Something you didn't take into account, young pup. He's just in a wetsuit. Yeah, he's Chris Christopherson. Somebody need to blow up a whale? <laughs> uh, so, George Thornton, while just the assistant district engineer, headed up what I call whale explosion. Sure, sure, sure. George decided to put charges under the body, then blow it up. He believed... At that point, the whale corpse would be blasted into small pieces, which allow seagulls and other beach scavengers to clean up the whale in just a few days. The big parts, like bones that were left after state crews, would come and clean up. Under. Yeah, under. Now, that, that to me seems like a flaw. I would think, you know, whatever you got to do to dig some holes, get them in it. I think, I think both. Yeah, I think both. Yeah. <laughs> I think more dynamite was yeah. the, the solution. All dynamite. <laughs> I would say, okay, well, we'll talk about it after. Okay. Then someone came out and cut the whale's jawbone and teeth off during the night. Just a lunatic. I assume it was a scavenger hunt. Sure. This seagull had a knife! <laughs> Who? But the guy... So that's like sitting in someone's house or... What? Like it's in someone's garage. Ugh. Like, no, it still is. That's... Someone still has that, if either in their family or it's still in someone's fucking house. I like to think it was a really drunk guy. It's had to have been. But can you imagine how hard that was? Really hard. Cutting a fucking jawbone off. Not easy. Uh, I mean, I've tried to do it with people. Sorry? Ridiculous. Sorry? Then someone came. Gonna need you to go back. Hmm? Go ahead. Young, up and coming 23 year old reporter Paul Lindman of KATU Portland was given the assignment of covering whale explosion. 
Quote, I was getting good assignments, so when they asked me to go to Florence to cover the disposal of a whale, I went, whoa, wait a minute. I'm the boy wonder here. I do bigger stories. Send somebody else. Then they said they were going to use dynamite, and I said, okay, let's go. Okay. Who is this? What is the name of this person? Young Hotshot, Paul Lindman. Okay, Paul needs to calm down a well, lot. Well, no, but I get it. He's the hot guy who's getting sent uh, out uh, hot stories. Okay, l- listen. Don't and you align like, yourself. L- l- read back I'll what he said. Read back what I'll he read said. It again. I was getting good assignments, so when they asked me to go to Florence to cover the disposal of a whale, I went, whoa, wait a minute, and boy, wonder I do bigger stories. Okay, so right That's there, right. Right, let's put a pin in it right there. I'm boy wonder? You well, don't call yourself boy wonder. I think that was the thing you did back then. I don't think it was. <laughs> I did not think it was. Well, all right, take it from boy wonder. No, no. You know what we could do? Put his ego inside the whale, because that thing's already blown up. I'm going to drop this mic gently. Yeah. Uh, so with his cameraman, Doug Brazil, Paul chartered a single-engine plane to fly to Florence. There, he borrowed the local airport manager's car and drove to the beach. So it was a different time. He borrowed the... Wait. It was a different... It was so a, that's just a weird detail 19, about... It was 1970. If right. you landed at a small airport, you'd be like, can I use your car? Yeah. <laughs> That that is why that is how you know that decade is labeled cocaine. Oh yeah, man! If I take your car, use it. Quote: Can I have sex with your wife? Have her. Yeah, get in there. Quote: We could smell it the moment we stepped from the car. Not anything recognizable, just this incredible stench, which grew stronger as we walked up the sand dune trail towards the beach. What was Boy Wonder doing in such a predicament? <laughs> wow. It was putting a taste in my mouth like spoiled meat, only stronger. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know that smell when you can taste it? Yeah. Like it, that's... It, tough. Fuck me. Tough. Looking at the scene, Paul thought, they wouldn't really do that, would they? <laughs> Who would blow up a whale? <laughs> Word got out about the coming whale explosion. Walter Umenhofer was in town. He was in... Ex- For a name convention. <laughs> I'm speaking at the event. Yeah, double name. Uman Hoffer. <laughs> uh, he was an executive with the Kingsford Charcoal Briquette Company and was in town looking for a place to build a new plant for the business. When he heard about the plans to explode a whale, he went down to the beach because he had experience in demolition from his days in the military. Okay. He approached George, who was working on his whale explosion placement Walter told George he was using too much dynamite interesting and George was not interested in the out of towner telling him how to blow up a whale interesting but that's total like local guy this is how we this is how we do it yeah city slicker well well, what's his name Um, what's his name Umenhofer Umenhofer I mean you know yeah yeah. in Florida no Florence Oregon oh in Florence Oregon well way different yeah Okay. It starts with the same letters in my defense. It's all good. Uh, So he's not interested. George also told Walter he was going to have everyone on top of the dunes far away, to which Walter responded, quote, yeah, I'm going to be the furthest SOB down that way. Yeah. Okay. So now he's like, you're a fucking idiot. He's like, all right, buddy. He's like, all right. right." So I was going to try and help you out, but you go ahead and do your dumb shit and I'll be over there watching and laughing. Good luck. Okay, stupid. Bye, buddy. 
Your brain's little. The reason. See ya, dumbass. Okay, tiny head. Bye, Bye little brain. Dumb blower Bye, dumb blow-up guy. Hey, I have someone here who can help. I don't want it. Bye-bye. Bye. Now the reason- I'm actually going this way. Sorry, I don't mean to cut through again. Pardon, Pardon me. me. Sorry. Awkward. Stepping over your dynamite. You have a little brain. The reason George was in charge is because the district engineer was away on a hunting trip. Okay. So George shouldn't even be in charge of this. How, it just... Don't you cut the trip short to blow up the whale? Call the guy. Call Yeah, him. and you know what? You totally... Uh, look, yeah, this dude is like, yes, yes, <laughs> finally. Uh, it was difficult to determine what uh, what kind of whale it was because it was so decomposed. At first, everyone thought it was a California gray whale, but then after a while, they realized it was a sperm whale. So that's how fucked up it was. Like, they couldn't tell what kind of whale it was. I, I again, feel like they're just not consulting any experts. Bruce Mate was a 24-year-old marine biology grad student. Okay. So he came down because he saw this as an opportunity to learn about whales. Right. And he asked if he could have some time to remove the stomach contents, gonads, and other organs. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Uh, you mind if I get... Uh, Get the gonads. I'm sorry. I'm a biology student, a graduate. Can I By the way, the, you, your statement should, you should have flipped those facts. Can real I get quick. the like the sex parts? Uh, let me ask uh, somebody. I'm gonna get the sex parts. Hey, this guy wants to know if he can have the whale's balls. What? Mm. And yeah, and he keeps like humming, like he he's making. Like, uh, hold on a second, buddy. He keeps making like noises, like grunting noises to himself. I'm a, I'm a whale. I mean, he definitely just said he's a whale. Look, just give him the whale balls and get him out of here. Oh. Hey, buddy, here you go. Take them. These are nice. Uh, all right, get out of here now. Quote, if you have these things, you can tell if it died during trauma. Uh, it's breeding habits and much more. Of course, George's response was, Take a few measurements and then back off, Sonny, because we're about to blow this thing up. Okay, okay. So, so time is really of the essence, it feels yeah, like. Got to get this whale blown right. up. Yeah, yeah. Bruce, coincidentally, also had experience with explosives. But when he got a whiff of what George was like, he said it became obvious explosive advice from a 24-year-old would not be taken seriously. So off he went. Okay, so there's a guy blowing up a whale. And two guys... Who have expertise but, in explosives but, have come over to give the fucking idiot instructions, and he had told both of them to go away. He really, it just he see he seems American. <laughs> We're gonna blow this up the American way. <laughs> By the way, I love Kingsford uh, charcoal. It, th- those briquettes last all day. Now get out of here. As a matter of fact, I suggest putting some of them out there. We can have some whale blubber when this is all said and done. Mm-hmm. Eat like Fred Flintstone. It's going to be missed when I'm done here. Missed. Mm. The the idea that you think it's going to be missed. I think it parts big enough for a crab to pick up. Not missed, but <laughs> crap, crap. <laughs> big enough for, small enough for crab hands. Yeah, and, th- and there's some pretty baby crabs on beaches. They're real little guys. Like how big's a crab hand? On average? Yeah, like a Oregon crab hand. Oh, Oregon. Well, now let me kind of switch to that file. I'm not talking Maine. <laughs> no, okay, okay. 
so uh, so off that guy goes. Another guy gone that could help. This is the uh, this is a clear difference between what would happen uh, like today and back then, right? Like today, they'd be like, "No, you can study the whale for as long as you need," and then and then we'll find a good way to dispose of it. Yeah, absolutely. We are still total idiots, but we would absolutely like we would somebody with knowledge would be there and listen to in some way. Right. We would oh, we would almost overdo it on yeah. how to do it right. Yeah. Unless there was oil underneath the whale. That's different. True to his word, George had everyone back up as the demolition experts from the Eugene Highway Office placed the explosives. The idea was to place the explosives so the blast would send most of the whale parts out to the ocean. Then the tide would come back in and the whale parts would come with it and highway crews would bury what the gulls and others didn't eat. Uh, that is, that, <laughs> that is, ins- right? That's insane. It's magical. That is, it is ma- that is a, a magical, magical theory. It's a magical idea. That is a magical theory. The idea that you're like, the idea that they're like, well, why don't we just blow it up towards the ocean? And then when the tide brings all the whale back, we'll just use nets and we'll just collect it. It's pretty straightforward, I think. It took an hour and 45 minutes to properly place the dynamite. So are they just like wedging it under it? I, that's what I can't figure out. I think they must be because, like, how are you picking up? You're not putting it straight underneath it. I mean, it's a fucking whale. Yeah. Well, so, and if you're moving it to get dynamite under it, you well, can move I the imag- whale. I would imagine they're digging some sort of hole in the sand and putting it in that way. But even then, you're not, like, you're, like, the idea that there is, yeah, the idea that that's going to blow it to smithereens is just like. Yeah, no, it's not great. Because, like, how is the top going to get uh, any explosion i think i from what i know about whales have you ever seen star wars Uh, look if you want to talk about the star wars where they go and they because they go in that hole right and they and they blow up the death star so i think what i know about whales and i and i i studied the earth in college so i didn't study biology but if you go into their their spout with the dynamite it'll cause an explosion all throughout the whale star are you thinking of the spaceship in Independence Day? Ah, oh, fuck. Yes, yeah. you that are. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, you, yeah. Never mind. Right. Close, though. But it seems like once you put an explosive in the spout, that the rest of the whale would just combust. Yeah, exactly. No, that is Independence Day. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's you guy fox the whale by putting it in the hole. I get, I get big things confused. Sure. Who doesn't? You're a good guy. A sheriff's deputy moved people back to what was considered a safe distance. There were around... Again, with no knowledge of what a safe distance is for a whale explosion. (laughs) There's no... This man is... He's not... He speaks from nothing. I love that... Another 10 feet, guys. Come on now. This is a whale. This is a whale. It's not a barracuda. Come on, guys. We're not blowing up tuna. Come on, guys. Get him back. Another eight. Come on. Uh, there were about 75 people there to watch. Uh, they ended up about a quarter mile away. Not far. <laughs> pretty that's far. Not, that You think that's far? That's not pretty. Far. I mean, it's pretty far. I guess. It's not super. I mean, you definitely want to be further, but, you know, that's, that's a fair distance. Paul asked George on camera for his final observations. Quote, well, I'm confident <laughs> it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much... Uh, Explosives it'll take to dis- disintegrate. Well, that's this, uh, a huge problem. Thing, so the scavenger seagulls and crabs and whatnot can <laughs> clean it up. This theory, 
Paul would later regret not pressing George on being not sure how much explosives. It's a huge component. There's, it's there's the really only component. Then, well, wait, placement and amount. Those are your two deals. And he's fudging both. Yeah. And the cop's telling people how far away to stand. Yeah. And he thinks he's going to create whale waves. And then uh, crabs are going to carry whale like they're ants carrying sandwiches. Correct. Yeah, okay. Singing. I would imagine singing. Yeah. It's like a big... <laughs> <laughs> Onto the sea. Onto the sea. George, quote, uh, if there's any large chunks left and uh, we may have to do some other cleanup, possibly set another charge. So he's talking about if there's a big piece left, he's going to blow it up again. Yeah. Double blow up. Yep. Check out that cat. Oh. He's got sneeze. He's been sneezing. He's got the sneezes right now. Paul, the dynamite was buried primarily on the leeward side of the big mammal, so as most of the remains would be blown toward the sea. Leeward side of a whale. What? I don't know what that means. Leeward? Yeah. Well, like that's not a that's not a it's not very I don't it's probably nautical, but it's not in like the rudimentary handbook. I think it is. You know, you know, starboard and port side. I don't know anything about ships. Well, leeward. I I know starboard and port side. Those are the two sides, and neither of them are leeward. Maybe leeward's. No, that doesn't make sense. It's. I I feel like it doesn't make sense for a. So is 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 Paul signing off on the idea that this could that it would blow it towards the sea? No, no. Paul thinks it's insane. (laughs) Okay, good. Just to be clear. Okay. Paul thinks it's fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> Leeward is the D- direction. Dave is Googling right now with the mic on his chest, and it's it's really, it's it's pretty special. Okay, it's a wind thing. It is the direction downwind or downward from the point of reference. The side of a ship that is towards the leeward is the lee side. If the vessel is healing under the pressure of the wind, this will be lower side. Oh, it, that doesn't really. I guess there's wind, but it still that doesn't make sense. It's a fucking whale. It's not well, it's a ship saying going it, it's saying the side that the wind is blowing to, but that's but that shouldn't be a factor with dynamite whales and dynamite. Dynamite seems like it's stronger than your leeward wind. As far as I know, you want to get that di- you want to get that whale up in the wind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. if, you, if you just get the if you just get the Look, the whale skyward, one of two things are going to happen. Either it's going to go into the ocean, and then it'll conveniently wash ashore or it'll fly in the sky like kites and leave <laughs> both are possible just depends on the wind all right so from the eugene register it was a beautiful day to blow up a whale uh that is this this is a real paper this is a paper the sun was shining and there was a gentle breeze on the beach as state highway division workers Placed 20 50-pound cases of explosives under the 45-foot whale, which washed up. Sorry. 20 50-pound cases of explosives. So... 20. So 500... I don't know how much it is. Oh, we don't know how much. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about explosives. No, it's a... But there's 50 pounds of explosives. There's 20... Yeah, so it's a 1,000... Oh, gotcha. I see what you're saying. It's like a thousand pounds of dynamite. Yeah, yeah. It's, or, it's, a, it's a shocking amount of dynamite. For a whale. I mean, it's for, a for anything. It's a 45 foot long whale. So you're talking that is so every crazy. couple of feet. 
Yeah, but still, that's so much. Yeah. It's dynamite. Yeah. It's dynamite. Good so God. there's there's explosives every couple of feet, I would imagine, unless they're doing them side by side. But anyway. Um, coast residents, as well as many... This from- is what we should be doing on the 4th of July. Oh, this oh, is the new holiday. I, I agree. Thank you. Coastal coast residents uh, and people from Eugene walked over the sand dunes to the beach to see the show. As workmen excavated the holes, oh, there you go, for the dynamite, shutterbugs took pictures of each other in front of the beached whale, lying on its side, displaying a gaping red and white expanse of flesh and bone where someone had sawed away its lower jaw. Ugh. Everybody stayed upwind. One woman onlooker suggested the highway division should wait until Monday to blow up the whale. That way, she reasoned, the people who came to the beach for the weekend could have an opportunity to see it. Ma'am, get out of here. She's thinking outside the box. Yeah, she wants wants the photo ops. I mean, so they're digging holes into the sand. Oh, Dave, they're digging holes all right. They've been digging holes since the beginning of the plan. George gave the signal, and the whale explosion happened. On Paul's report, you can see what uh, would turn out to be a huge geyser of meat. You can hear the people ooing and aahing. A mom tells her kid uh, he can take his hands out of his ears. Another woman says very calmly, here comes pieces of a whale, or it could be, oh, hell. You hear the sound of whale parts hitting the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I've, from what I've seen and heard. Oh, and beautiful. Paul's report. Our camera stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. Pieces of meat passed high over our heads while others were falling at our feet. The dunes were rapidly evacuated as spectators escaped both the falling debris and the overwhelming smell. Take that, Wonder Boy. Uh, it, it really is crazy, cause it's, and it's huge chunks, too. So however they did it, and I assume, I, 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 you know, obviously not an explosion expert, but they put it on the one side to make it blow out, but the explosion must have made it go, made the explosion go under it a little bit more. Uh-huh. Like it probably blew it down because the holes were built, I assume, uh-huh. that way. So it probably went some in some reason with the hole and blew it backward so it kind of must have gone under i think the, the I, well if you really look back i think the problem is that they were putting dynamite near a whale right that is a that is a clear you know problem right uh okay so paul and his cameraman had to shut off the camera and run uh, for safety quote at first there was nothing particularly surprising or significant about the blast it looked like any movie explosion But as the material filled the sky and seemed to momentarily hang in the air, there were a few things that gave this explosion an odd look and feel. Well, number one, it was a whale. Yeah, right there. The first was the color. The air turned a deep crimson, resembling the burst of tomato juice. Ugh. 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 Except it's not tomato juice. Oh, that is... It's animal. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, basically calling a blood cloud... Right, it's a blood cloud. <laughs> Mommy, look at the beautiful crimson. It was a beautiful crimson color. 
It was gorge. It was the best blood cloud I ever seen. A deep burgundy wave rippled through the sky. I ain't seen a blood cloud like that since my dad blew up. It... <laughs> so, the sound was also odd. A series of hollow thunk noises. At first, I didn't know what to make of it. Then we were in a massive blubber shower, and I heard Doug, the cameraman, say in a sing-songy voice, Oh, no, with laughter. <laughs> Whoa. Doug's got a good attitude. And then we were running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, where's, were... the, where's the cop now who thought he knew the radius of whale explosions? Uh, I can step back another five feet. Keep going. Because uh, Doug said it came down as this oil rain on your jacket. It was horrible, and Ugh. the smell was sickening. This was all to get rid of the smell. Yeah. And here we are. The smell. When they covered in whale up. juice. I mean, when they when you open something up, that smell that comes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Eugene Register. Uh, Chunks of the animal flew in every direction, and spectators began to scream and run for cover when they glimpsed the large pieces soaring directly overhead. A parked car over a quarter... A quarter of a mile from the blast site was the target of one large chunk about three feet long, and the passenger compartment was literally smashed. Fortunately, no human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. So there's there's the mist. There's video. Yeah, there's the mist. Yeah, there's video the of thick, this car. Very thick mist. This car is, is is destroyed. Looks like a Godzilla stepped on it. That's exactly what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And the whole thing has a real, like, like you know, meteor headed towards the Earth disaster movie except, vibe except of, like, yeah, except it's a whale. And we did it. And we completely did it. <laughs> this is actually the story of America. <laughs> of course, the car belonged to Walter Umenhofer. Ah, uh, Walter? What? You remember Walter was like, I'll be the SOB way over there. He left his car in the lot. The, the, ugh. The demolition expert. The sad twist. Oh. And let me guess. George got a Ferrari. <laughs> uh, the car had been purchased during a get a whale of a deal promotion in Eugene. David. What? How did. Okay. <laughs> it means that he had to have told someone that after the fact was is just something you should never admit to. I. But I also think this is the greatest example that time travel exists true that might be that might be a good case for it uh walter watched as a hard-hatted highway worker removed the piece of blubber blubber with a shovel ah quote my insurance company's never gonna believe this yeah well uh what so uh hey john listen uh hey how you doing weird, walter weird thing sure a uh, uh, big three-foot piece of uh, whale uh, hit my car and it's uh, to it's uh, totaled. Wait, cover for fire? Flood? Whale. Earthquake? Flying whale is the thing. Octopus? I... No whale, though. So you... that is going to probably have to be out of pocket. How could an octopus... Go ahead. I, I'm not... I don't know where the question's headed, because... Damage your car. Oh, well. If it's a, la a land octopus who... You know, yeah, the big ones. What's the name of this insurance company? Mm, we don't know shit insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know the slogan, right? Yeah, I guess now I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people had to go home and wash their cars. We actually bath. had a guy who landed, who lived in a volcano. 
And uh, we we covered his home. I don't think that's true. Yeah. No, that's just how we do it over here. We don't know shit insurance. People had to go home and wash their cars, take baths, and wash their clothes to get rid of the smell. Who's keeping the outfit? How much do you have to like your outfit? It might be your favorite pair of pants. It has to be your favorite pair of pants. I would be crying. If you get covered in a whale dynamite mist... Yeah, you're naked. Say goodbye. What about just walking home naked? Take it off. I'm suggesting later. George inspected the blast area. There were still pieces of whale and a lot of blubber powder. Must have been a great walk up there when he realized everything had gone wrong and there was still a bunch of whale on the beach that smelled bad. (sighs) But right where the whale had been was a huge hole. The tail was there a few feet away. George, quote, it went just exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I planned her. I mean, <laughs> I love him. Except the blast funneled the hole in the sand under the whale. Except everything the... went right, except for the parts that did not go right at everything, all. Everything right, except for everything we did. That was a problem because instead of the whale going out to sea, it was thrown toward the parking lot. George noted that his idea to move people away was a smart one. Well, I think if we got to say that uh, I did a really good job and that I got people away from the crazy thing. Nobody died from my stupid thing I did. See? Uh, an already waiting bulldozer came to bury the larger chunks. A small boy ran down the beach ahead of his father and yelled, Look, Daddy, a piece of whale! Mm. Okay. Sorry, I have to look at this. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there's just all these people milling about, right. doing their business, boys running on the beach, enjoying, just having a good time. Enjoying whale. For the success of the effort, well, the seagulls who were supposed to clean things up were nowhere in sight, either scared away by the explosion or kept away by the smell. That didn't really matter. The remaining chunks were of such a size that no respectable seagull would attempt to tackle anyway. As darkness began to set in, the highway crews were back on the beach burying the remains, including a large piece of the carcass which never left the blast site. Wow. So, like, the crabs are totally out of the equation at this point. Oh, crabs are so out. But also, yeah, that's so true. Seagulls hearing an explosion. Right. And now the Go. meat is too the too smelly for seagulls. It, yeah, they're like, fuck that. I mean, I'm a seagull and I'm gross, but yeah. this is not what I'm doing. Yeah. Paul headed back to KATU to get this amazing story on the air. But as they were unloading all their gear, they realized they had left some of the film behind. It was in the trunk of the car that they had borrowed from the airport manager. No. Each guy thought that the other guy was grabbing the film. Okay. Their boss was pissed. Quote, gentlemen, I don't care how you do this, but that film will be on Channel 2 tomorrow. They caught a break uh, when they called and found out that the son of the car owner just happened to be driving up to Portland the next day. So he dropped it off. What might be the greatest news store news report ever aired? Walter Umenhofer called his insurance guy about the whale damaged car. Hey, Walter. He laughed. Then Walter called the state highway commission and the guy there laughed. The state highway official official told them to have the car fixed, uh, but once uh, paid for, the car would belong to the state highway division. So they're like, "Yeah, get it repaired, and then uh, and then we'll give you money for it, and then we'll take the car off your hands." What, what, it's so, a different time. It's a different right. time. 
Yeah, really great solution for him. And if you see the car in the video, it, yeah, it's a it's it's time for a different car. Uh, and the guy. So why are you selling it? <laughs> oh well. Uh, oh, you hit a whale. And, and a passenger can't get in it anymore because of a whale's stomach. Like a land whale. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a thing. Ah. Is this some kind of scam, buddy? I just want to put you in the car, so I'll admit to anything. Uh, the the statewide commission guy, he wanted it, uh, the car in t- tip-top shape to sell it. And he said he didn't want it to The sell insurance it. guy? The, the state commission. So the, the state commission is agreeing. What the hell's guy? I don't mean to. What the hell's going on with the department. car? They're, they're, they're going to pay for the car. And then sell I it. Don't, I don't know why they I don't know why they want it back. So does Umenhofer get anything out of this? Whatever yeah, his yeah, name yeah. Is? Umenhofer uh, got a check. And he, yeah, he's going to get a check from the, the highway department. And then as soon as he gets it, like. Oh. And then they get the car and then they want to sell the car. Like they want to be able to make as much money. They don't want to. It's all a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Walter went down to the repair shop and found the car covered in a tarp because it smelled so horrible. Yeah, well, tarp will stop that. Walter got a check for the car just 14 days after it was hit by blubber. Okay. That's impressive. Yeah, that is. But again, I mean, this is a new department. He said he was very satisfied with the amount, but said he was critical of the state highway division's method of disposing of beached whales. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Uh, the man who did it, George Thornton, was promoted six months later. Good. Four years later, he would say, quote, "Your deputy shithead now, sir." <laughs> <laughs> he just got a picture of the the blood up whale at his desk. Yeah. That's what put me over the top. Yeah. This is the career that whale built. Four years later, he would say, "Quote: I've had some correspondence with a naval explosive explosives expert who said we should have." Used twice as much dynamite, this would have more or less vaporized the whale. More. I think that's fair. I mean, the amount they used originally was insane, but I think in retrospect that more dynamite would have done it. Fuck. That doesn't make sense to me, but uh, like, I think, that, I think, I mean, maybe. I just think placement. I, I agree, but just jamming. I mean, you, that thing. So it was just one. It, they had it all set up to one detonator. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it also, I don't even know what they were using in the seventies. Maybe like they, it, it didn't. They didn't go off at once from the from what well, they Paul didn't. said. It sounded like thunk, 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 thunk. That's an issue. I think it all had to blow at once. That's that's a big issue. And I also think it had to be placed. Yeah, all jamming in the them, whale. jamming yeah. them in. Get in that whale hole. Yeah, and it's uh, a, any, like I said, it's make a, a hole and get in. Once you get in the once you get in the uh, the spout thing, then uh, you know the whole whale blows up. Again, that's Independence Day. I'm not sure that's true, but. Uh, uh, that's not the tune that George stuck to. In the mid-1990s, Paul contacted George to do a follow-up, but George would not go on camera. The discussion didn't go well. When Paul asked George about telling the public about what went wrong that day, George says, what do you mean, what went wrong? Meow. <laughs> end of the conversation. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what do you... He's like acting like it didn't go well. Yeah. He... Thinks it's awesome. He it, he probably what? tells stories about how great it was. What? Uh, how? But well, he knows it went terribly. No, not at that. I mean, you know, at this point, it's just been seen on the news once, and then it's a story. Okay. So, so he can tell everybody he blew up a whale and got rid of a whale. Right. And then the nineties came. Uh oh. Then Bill Clinton and Al Gore invented the intranet. The video of Paul's report took on a life of its own. It was one of the first videos that became popular online. 
Now, this is what they call it. When it's a subscriber online bulletin board, which I assume is like a, this is early, this is like 94, 95. So it's got to be like a forum of some kind. Some kind of weird chat room where eventually some guy um, asked something inappropriate to someone. That's what it was called. The subscriber online bulletin board. When they wrote about the whale explosion in 1994, it was read by people all over the country. The write-up was a rewrite of a Dave Barry humor column, which is a very generous description of Dave Barry. Um, a, a writer for the Daily News in Idaho then reprinted the article word for word, which is also known as plagiarism. Okay. Unfortunately, as is often the case online, the original write-up did not include the date, so the Idaho writer thought it had just happened. Oh, uh, mm. the mm. No, the internet. Yummy. This is a classic thing we've learned about the internet is that this still happens where people I've done. I post a story and be like, holy fuck, look at this. And yeah. Like that was two years ago. I know. Oh, yeah. I, uh, there is something really great when you're like, you're late to the, <laughs> you're late to the party. Oh, like, so great. Have you seen this? You ever heard of chocolate rain? People are like, oh God, dude, please. <laughs> Suddenly, the Oregon Department of Transportation started getting a bunch of calls for more information about the whale explosion. Everyone was sad when they learned that it had happened 25 years before. Oh. But this was just the beginning. Paul and Doug started getting calls for requests for the video. An arts festival in South Carolina wanted a copy, as well as schools, universities, marine biology conferences, and government agencies. Emergency management planners for NASA, bomb squads, Hazmat crews, testing labs, senators' offices, and all branches of the military put in requests for the video. A lieutenant from an Army Research Center wrote, quote, I believe there is a use for this story in the interest of the U.S. Army. Since the nature of our business deals in explosives, we feel that having the opportunity to view your video could be used as a learning tool for what not to do in a similar situation. Uh, oh, okay. All right, George. Now what's up? A Michigan police emergency planner wrote, although it does not depict an emergency, it certainly points out the need to properly plan activities ahead of time. The humorous aspects of the story will be a nice departure from traditional examples of emergency planning available in the classroom. (laughs) Doug started only answering people who admitted that they just wanted the video because they thought it was funny. Okay. (laughs) I get that. That is a little bit like if, you know, someone wants change on the street and they're just like i want this money for liquor you're like here's two dollars and go get liquor on june 25th 1979 41 sperm whales beached themselves in the same town this time they were buried in 2001 in australia a great uh sorry a whale carcass was beached in shallow shallow water off the coast near adelaide great white sharks then began to feed off the corpse and then a video popped up of tourists going out in boats and petting the great white sharks on the head. Wait. <laughs> so, what? So just the they let uh, the the whale was in the water, and so then it's a, bunch a shall- of- it's beach itself in a shallow part of the water. So then sharks were eating so it, and then people went out there and just pet, pet the sharks. Great white sharks, because they're people Australian, right? <laughs> Or they could be American. Uh, well, yep. They're tourists. <laughs> oh, good. They had to be American. They, they had to be American, American right? Who else My God, get one of me with it. Hold on now, Karen. Uh, in one- do one where your head's in its mouth, like the lion tamer. <laughs> there you go, sweetie. Say Jabberwocky. 
In one video, a woman can be heard saying, quote, Harry, are you an idiot or what? <laughs> well, honey. Yeah, well, I'm petting a great white shark. I'm honey, not what are you, Honey, I'm not an idiot at all. I'm just petting this water dog. I put my cowboy hat on him. <laughs> one guy climbed onto the back of the dead whale to get a souvenir photo of himself being an idiot. Uh, uh, well, as long as that was the angle. South Australian State Environment Minister Ian Evans said he was shocked at the tourists' disregard for their own safety. Quote, these creatures are not toys. It is clear the state government will need to look at changing the law in order to protect people too stupid to protect themselves. The worst is that Johnny Depp took his two dogs out there, Thank too. You. Yeah. People in Australia were already banned from going with 100 meters of a live whale, but now authorities would look at extending that ban to dead whales. Whales in general now. Yes, but in this case, the state police placed three small explosive charges in the whale's belly. It was then towed away from shipping lanes and detonated. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That seems to me like a reasonable idea, is to, is to tow Absolutely. it out and blow it. Absolutely. The tow and blow? I'm all for it. <laughs> Uh, so that wasn't the last exploding whale. In January 2004, a sperm whale died on a beach in Taiwan, and it was decided by a professor that remains should be uh, moved to his lab for study. But uh, when the professor brought the whale to the institution, they refused to allow it to be brought inside. Mm -hmm. So uh, he then got permission to take it to a preserve and study it. And to do that, they had to drive it through the Taiwanese town of Tainan. Uh Now, decomposing organs cause uh, methane to build up. Oh, God. And the whale exploded on the street. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Like a giant death fart blew up on the street. Blood and guts were everywhere. Cars and pedestrians were covered in body parts and uh, soaked in whale blood. Uh, oh, God. Mm. Uh, that's just disgusting. When the whale blew up in Taiwan, the BBC called Paul as if he were some kind of exploding whale expert. Uh-huh, sure. You're the guy we go to. He told the BBC he didn't blow up whales, that he just covered it once, and he's not an expert. They said that doesn't matter and interviewed him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you say that it doesn't matter... Uh. Paul gave an interview about the whale explosion to NPR 35 years later in 2005. Uh, he is still a reporter in Portland, and people on the street still ask him, have you blown up any whales this morning, Paul? It has followed him his entire career. When, free when the Free Willy whale came to live on the Oregon coast, I, don't even, I didn't bother to investigate that, but apparently the Free Willy whale went. Well, he summered there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I actually know a ton about the Free Willy whale, but I, I mean... I mean, you want to talk about the whale who blew up the most. That whale was so hot for three movies. Oh. You know, but he would summer in Oregon, uh, yeah. and he was originally, he spent a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, a big coastal whale, always on the coasts. Did he fly? He, 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 did, he did not fly. So he would swim from the Oregon coast. He'd be swam there. by assistant whales. Gotcha. Yeah, assistant whales would swim him. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so he went up there to cover the uh, Free Willy arrival, and some old women saw him and became upset, and they came over to him and said, you're the person who blows them up. What are you doing here? Oh, my God. So he has just become 
he's now thought of as the person who did it? I, I don't know. Because we just are that lazy? People are terrible. But that's just lazy. Like, it's like, your name's familiar with this story. People are fucking nuts. Um, Can't believe fake news just started. So in 2016, a 70,000-pound dead whale washed up on the beach in San Clemente, California. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people got weird, of course. As people had all kinds of ideas. One woman, Cynthia Stern, drove 75 miles to lay an orchid by the whale and then rub its rotting flesh with homeopathic balms. Well, you know, uh, orcas love orchids. Quote, so that's a charity I started, Orchids for Orcas. You could start to feel the p- positive energy as you walk down the beach. Even though it's a carcass, it's profoundly positive, and anyone who went there is blessed. Mm. So You know there was someone there who's like, what are you marinating it in? It's, um, it's amazing that even in this story, I'm not liking people. Yeah. Even yeah. in a whale blowing up story, <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get mad at people. Yeah, everyone, everyone's reacting wrong. <laughs> Somehow nobody's <laughs> been right. Can you not rub homeopathic shit on the whale? This is beautiful. It's positive. Uh, So the man in charge of disposing of the whale corpse was named uh, Pearsall. Because uh, of the beach it was located on, he couldn't push it back out with the water or bury it on the beach. So he's kind of in the same position. Okay. So the county paid for, uh, I guess, uh, a, a contracted whale disposal company come in who cut it into, quote, appropriate, efficient pieces, and then had uh, them all taken to a landfill. It's it's not a very exciting way. It's not an exciting way, but that makes sense, right? Well, I guess I just, I never really uh, knew it was an option to just cut it. Yeah. Yeah. You just cut it up. Well, in retrospect. I I, want to know more about the company that did it, because that to me is fucking fascinating yeah, well our phone rings once every eight years but when it does we're the name in whale removal just the, once every eight years and then that one time he's in the bathroom no god Joe, damn it Joe. oh shit hello 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 ah. hello yeah uh quote every time we're about to shut the doors we get another big call quote it does sound gross if you think of all the whale blubber and now that it's deceased I don't know what kind of fluid it's got. It does not sound like it would be a pretty experience to cut it open, but... Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Purcell also said uh, he was sent the YouTube video of the whale explosion three times. Well, I mean, again, as we know, the military used that video as what not to do. (laughs) So it's important to see it. Well, wow, that's that's one, your, uh, that's one from your part, your area of expertise. Yeah, no, I've uh, I I remember the first time I saw a whale explosion, uh, and you it uh, stays with you. I showed it to my son. Yeah, yeah, it's when, it's when just good, clean this. fun. And that and the one of uh, I think it's fuck. I want to say it's uh, it's like Sweden or something, but a whale is washed up. No, no, those were fish, Swedish fish. Oh, never mind. A big one. The little red guys. Yeah, yeah. That's one huge one, yeah. Uh, And the guy just eats them. Yeah. No, but a whale is washed up, and they decide, the government of the country decides that they want to use the bones, you know, for put in a museum. Sure. So a guy goes over, and he starts cutting along the belly. Uh Uh-huh. And he cuts like five feet. Pinocchio comes out. 
fucking explodes. It it, it explodes. Oh my god! I mean, he he methane? jumps out of the way, but it like shoots out. Like it's, it's like methane. Yeah, it's methane. Wow. Yeah. That is. Uh... <laughs> well, <laughs> I wonder if that had something to do with this. I wonder if they ignited the methane that was in the whale, also. Yeah, the potentially, yeah. But you would think that that would help their case. Fuck, I don't know. It, yeah. it was just a bad idea. Yeah, it, just seems, it seems a little solutionless. Very solutionless. Unless you go the logical way of just having people cut it up and remove it. But that's not fun. No. That's not much of a celebration. Plus that's that a little la- clinical. Plus that lady follows the truck. Uh, She's just trying to get it to the landfill and rub it more. Oh, see, it's the beautiful... Even though it's a 19 Ma'am, that's the truck. Oh, it's such a pretty whale. Okay. She oh, so. look, I rub it. It gets shiny. Okay. Well, the car looks good. So, I will. All right. <laughs> um, well, that is uh, normal. <laughs> Just a normal... Another another normal... No- I love it. <laughs> it's, it is always great how, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's a little thing. It's just that we're just going to explode a whale and there's going to be a blip on the radar of history. I love that we, you know, that's a story we both, a lot of people know. A lot, of, a lot, a lot of people know this story. Um, and yet there's the fucking thing about two dynamite experts. We're like, hey, dude, don't, don't do that. Like, there's yeah. always a fucking level to it. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Doesn't matter what we do. No, someone always knows the right answer, but we're like, come on, come on. This guy's here now. Let's use him. Uh, we sign whales. We sign whales. Thanks. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer now. It is the perfect time to get a really great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the half ton Tundra. Uh, the Tundra is a workhorse. It's a powerhouse. Uh, it combines raw capability and premium comfort and advanced tech. It's everything you want. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the new fully redesigned Tacoma. It has trail-dominating power. It's got a great style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this truck is getting better than ever. And look, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck is going to keep its value for a long, long time. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, that's right. Before you listen to this podcast, I got to tell you about me, GarethReynolds.com. Stand up on the road. Please join me. I will be in Las Vegas, February 26th, Salt Lake, February 27th, February 28th, Denver. It's sold out. You messed up. I'll be in Wichita on February 29th, West Des Moines, March 2nd, two shows. I'll be in Kansas City, March 3rd, Springfield, Missouri, March 4th, Tulsa, Oklahoma, March 5th, uh, March 6th, Oklahoma City, Dallas on the March 7th, Houston, March 8th. Austin, March 9th, San Antonio, March 10th, Lafayette, March 12th, New Orleans, March 13th. Then I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin on April 3rd, West Bend, April 5th. That's Milwaukee. Come on, it is. Uh, Then I'll be in Chicago, two shows, April 6th. Uh, April 7th, I'll be in Cleveland. Then I'll be at Rooster Teeth Feathers, Sunnyvale, California. I'm coming at you April 18th, April 19th, April 20th. Go to GarethReynolds.com. We're calling on the Gare Force. You are now the Gare Force. You came up with it. I'm just the liaison. 
And guess some guy had Garmy. So now you're the Gear Force. You are the Gear Force. <laughs>